Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Everybody, this is Jory and the Coffee, the Psychic. Excuse me, I'm almost forgetting my title there. Jory and the Coffee Psychic, and this is your Psychic Connection. So, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. And we really have a really fun show tonight. So, if you guys got a glimpse of our picture on my Facebook page, always please check out me at uh, Facebook, Jory and the Coffee Psychic, or Jory and Coffee Psychic. Uh, at Facebook. Anyway, we've got a great picture of Greg, and my guest tonight is what my family grew up calling Greg, Paranormal Greg. And uh, Greg's a ghost hunter. We've worked in the past together. I uh, had some really fun, crazy, spooky, unusual uh, experiences, actually. And uh, Greg has had, uh, Greg kind of grew up in a really unusual environment, so I'd love to share. Uh, Greg with you guys, um, 
Uh, and I'm just going to do that right now. I mean, why wait? Greg is just amazing. Here you go. Let's welcome Greg to the show. If you guys have any ghost or spooky stories, you know you can call and ask me a psychic question because that's an always and forever thing. But if you guys have any crazy, spooky stories, please let us know. Greg and I are going to just start discussing the things about the paranormal and some of the things he's encountered, some of the things I've encountered. And let's just bring Greg right here on the show. Hey, Greg. Hello. Hey. Yes, I am here. Jory, are you there? Well, i got to say, that, 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 little, that little song you have at the beginning, there's really no better song that really, that popping, I was just popping along with it thinking, that's like percolating, exactly. It's like perfect that's for right. you. <laughs> the Sorry with the alliteration with all these P's. Perfect. Really yeah. Jonathan Brandmeier <laughs> always had me on the show back in 1992, Greg. I think that's how yep. we met. And Johnny when, B yeah. always had the Frank Sinatra coffee song on. So we always want to say thanks for the uh, for uh, Frank Sinatra's coffee song. So, Mr. Greg Grace, I, I don't even know how long I've known you, probably since about 1992. How did you hear about me? I used to – I think I was, I was catching you in different – medias and i think back in when uh, sightings was on i think i caught you mm-hmm. on one of those shows because at the time you know where i grew up and having all that stuff around me all the time it was just i mean i wasn't really ghost hunting to prove to myself it was kind of just trying to you know let me show other people or try to catch something you know because i was trying to learn all the different techniques i was in radio tv in college and so i brought all this camera technology and different things so even though I could see sometimes what was going on or here, I was just trying to capture the stuff. But when I saw you out there, and I believe the one time where I was listening to you on Brandmeier and you kind of threw down the gauntlet and said, well, if you got a haunted house you want me to check out, I thought, oh, baby, I got Ghost Central. you got to come out to my place. <laughs> so that's how I think I hooked you. Yeah, that's how we got connected, yeah. So, And we've had a lot of uh, really interesting experiences, both you and I. But – from what I remember, I think one of the first experiences I came to uh, was, I think it was your mom and dad's house, right, in um, Cedar Lake, Indiana? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, so when we start sharing this little, this little story, mm-hmm. I remember that your mom and dad's house had tons and tons of antiques. Wasn't it an antique store at one time? Oh, I was going to say, this was a trifecta of things that would, would have attachments. So it was Indian burial ground territory to begin with. Number one. Um, okay. That was number one. Number two was it was a speakeasy dance hall in the 20s that was very and popular. I picked it up we had news clippings from it. By the way, yep. Yes, you did. And yep. then there was the antique shop, which, you know, we were still getting stuff that had attachments to it. Years later, coming out of there. So yeah, so it was a busy place. Hey, did a doctor did a doctor use that place at one time too, if I recall? Uh, you know what? And I gotta I gotta tell you, Dorian, when I first met you, I was putting you didn't know it, but I was putting you through the ringer on just trying to see how good you were, because okay. when we, when we grew up, we had a family psychic that was friends with my grandmother, and she was the best. But she always told us okay. if you try to find another psychic, that field, you know, there's too many people trying to you know, trying to make it like that. And uh, yeah. and I remember my body language when you came on my property. I had my arms crossed. I'm like, 
you know, basically like, show me, show me, B. Yeah, let's see. Let's see how good you really are. And because the first thing out of your mouth when you got to my place was, oh, I hear doomsday. Doomsday. And wow. I'm like, and I think, and then I, and then I was thinking, well, wait a minute. I might've slipped saying, did I tell her? Cause then I've started to back up and think, did I tell her that this place was getting torn down in a month? Well, whatever. And you came up with the doctor oh. stuff. And I remember at the time when you came up with the doctor stuff, I got my arms crossed. I'm like, nope, no doctors. Now I'm going to, this is going to happen several times during this story that you came up with something and I denied it. And I'm like, no, it didn't happen. And when I related the story to my parents, my mom's hitting me saying, you idiot, you, you forgot about this. And I'm like, oh, geez, because the one you brought up with the doctor. And I even gave you a way out. I gave you, my, my mom and my grandmother used to run a beauty shop there. And I said, you know, maybe they were wearing white lab coats. And I'm thinking anybody else would have jumped all over this. And you said, you insisted. No, I see doctors and nurses. And I'm like, nope, didn't happen. And when I was telling mm-hmm. the story to my mother, she's like, well, your grandmother was staying here for the last few months before she went to the nursing home, and nurses and doctors were stopping by every day. And I'm like, oh, shoot, you ain't got another one. Oh, there you go. So it was just there funny because later on we were, you know, you were accumulating because another thing you said, you came out and you said there's a Mary attached to the property. And I laughed, mm. and I'm like, you know what? I know the history of the place. Ruth Ackerman built it back in 1920, speakeasy, dance hall, yada, 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 and then my grandparents bought it. Again, my mom looks over at me, slaps me. Yeah, mom, what? And she says, what's your grandmother's name? Oh, it's Marie. And I'm like, okay, Marie, Mary, all right, I'll have to get Joanne on that one. But sometimes I can be a little, you know, if it sounds like it's a little off, I still say hang in there because – you know, like one guy's one guy I was working with, and I said, Kathy, he says my wife's name is Kathy. I'm like, oh, okay, got it. So sometimes it'll be a little <laughs> off while you're trying to, to get the names exactly right. But, yes, thank you. Mary Marie, yep, or an M name. Yep, perfect. Yeah. Yes. And then was so, um, Frank, another. Let's go to this real okay. quick. Let's go to this real quick. When people, because you're – parents' home was full of uh, antiques and stuff like this. One of the things that I'm not sure if our listeners know, but there's a lot of ways that spirits can come into a home or get attached onto us, actually. As you know, I'm an exorcist also. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and with later on, we can talk about me coming to your house to do a clearing. But um, so people don't always know how spirits come in and how they can get stuck or uh, stuck in their home. So one of the things I know for sure is it's through antiques. And your yep. place was loaded with them. I concur. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and even your home and, later, you guys still had pieces that you brought in, and you still had ghosts that were visiting you guys on a very regular basis. We, we you know, as many times as I warned my wife about the mirrors, because my mother was like, oh, we've got a lovely little mirror. And finally, I thought when my wife was catching on, uh, the last one was my sister-in-law moved in with us just temporarily, but they went to an estate sale, and they picked up a dresser with a mirror. And the strange thing was, that night when we brought it in, it was just sitting in our foyer. I was going to move it up the next day into her room upstairs. That night when we were sitting there, I was tired. I retired early. My wife thought I was still in the room because she had left, gone to the kitchen, come back in. 
out of the corner of her eyes, she still sees somebody in the seat. And then it was oh. next to her sister, and her sister was saying she felt somebody touch her leg, and so did her mom. And this is where that other person was that she, my wife thought she saw was sitting. Well, she didn't think anything wow. about it until all of a sudden she's looking, and she's like, oh, I thought Greg was still sitting there. He went upstairs. Oh, okay, I guess he went to bed, wow. and nobody knew it. And the next night I moved everything up into my sister-in-law's room, who had the, the dresser and mirror bought. And that night, my kids were screaming, saying they saw something, a tall figure coming out of that room and coming down the hallway yeah. to their room. And it was a, a, a mirror that. attachment. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember going to your house uh, a couple of times because you guys you guys just yeah. had activity. I mean, you had an activity. You know, and plus, you're very sensitive yourself. You're, and your kids, oh, my God, yeah. Greg. Your one son in the in the bathtub. Can we talk about that story? Yeah, that one always brought me to tears. Go ahead. You want to start, or you want me to tell it? Yeah. Well, what I what I I can't remember the exact. I mean, I do remember the details, but your son, who is also very sensitive, um, saw your brother, and your brother yeah, well, had passed away. So yeah, my my know, brother. You saw what happened. Yeah. My brother passed away when when I was three, and he drowned in the lake in our backyard. And it was, uh, you know, on the lake, and then off to the side of us was a wooded area, and then behind us across the street was this antique shop that my grandparents and my parents owned, and that was a wooded area. But he passed away when I was three. Now, throughout the years, you know, we've always thought that he's made contact in one way or the other, but here my son is laying in a bath. He's probably about three at the time, and he's totally relaxed. He's floating. He's got bubbles around his face, and it's beautiful. And I'm giving him a bath, and we're having fun. And then he started to splash. And I said, stop it. Don't splash. You know, I'm getting mad because the water's coming out over the top. <laughs> and he said, he said, oh, um, are you, are you, are you going to be mad like when, when Dad spanked us with the belt? And I froze, and I'm oh. like, First of all, first of all, I'm your dad, and what are you talking yeah. about spanking with a belt? Do that here. And he's like, you remember? Dad used to spank us with the belt when we were bad. And I'm like, I'm already on edge because I'm getting shaky thinking, this is not my son I'm talking to, you know? Yes. And I said, well, yes. and, and so I'm trying to think of curveballs right away. I can throw them. And I, and I right. threw I thought, I got, I got this good, you know, because I'm like, well, what is your dad's name? And I thought, now, him as my son, he's heard him being called grandpa, sweetie, honey, right. all these things. Maybe, maybe he might have heard my mom once say, Ron, maybe. I don't think so, but it could have been. And so, I'm, yeah. and so when he's sitting there saying that, I said, so what's your, what's your dad's name? And I thought... When he said this, I thought, oh, my God, it's perfect. Because as a young kid growing up, our cousins used to come out from Chicago all the time on the weekends, and my dad was helping them put worms on the fishing poles and fish. And I thought if he was a fly on the wall, sitting back watching these scenes every weekend with all the family, there is one name he would have heard called. And it made no sense in present day where he always saw my dad, but back then – all my cousins were screaming, Uncle Ron, Uncle Ron, and that's what he said. Wow. 
Uncle Ron, and it immediately brought me to tears because I'm thinking that's the perfect answer, you know. And so I got all choked up, and then I'm kind of like, well, where have you been? And he said, well, I've been in the woods with the animals all this time waiting to come back. Oh, wow. And I was like, you know, so I was just, I got up, and I was like, okay, just a second. You know, I'm calling my wife, and I'm like, you know, you got to take over because I'm just sobbing. And she goes in there, and it's two seconds later, and he starts splashing around, and the moment's gone, you know. And it was like, because she's going in there saying, well, well," you know, she starts trying to ask questions. He's splashing a lot, and it's like, no, it was the perfect moment, moment, and he came gone. through right then. And, and his, yep. you know, and I named him after my brother. His middle name too. is if my brother. If I can brother. say this to you, he was in water when your son yeah. oh my God. was in the bath, yeah. and he drowned in the water. The other part is, what little child at three years old who knows that this would be grandpa would know to call him Uncle Ron? None. Really? Because that would make no sense. He would never, he would never it heard that. It would make no sense at all. Combo, yeah. Wow, that's amazing, Greg. That's amazing. Yeah, and your kids. I remember uh, when I'd come over. Your kids were really all sensitive, you know, just like you. Yeah. So I really do think this runs in the family. So you've got you've yeah. got spirits that can come in and out of the house. You can get them attached on. You know, you can get them attached on you if you have an emotional upset. A spirit's going to attach on us. They can come in through all different means. But so if you guys have some spirits, um, you know, again, maybe we can share with people what they can do if they've had, like, hauntings or, you know, stuff like that. But, Greg, I want to ask you, and this is one thing, too, and now I just think this was kind of funny and this was hysterical. So you called into the radio show one time, and I remember you calling in, and I, you were – I, don't, I can't remember if you were trying to trick me or what, but I didn't remember it was uh, you. <laughs> I think I recognized Are you talking – Right? Uh, and there was, I said I, something about, go, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say something ring? about a ring. Yep. Oh, you son of a gun. Yeah. Well, you know what? And I, and I, I, I think what this is, especially with, you know, being sensitive, a lot of times it's so hard to um, – to know sometimes, at least in my, you know, you, you do all the, you do all the, I'm one of these people that I don't usually call myself psychic. I have a lot of, I have a lot of stuff happen to me all the time, but I, I've never done, it's kind of like, you know, when they, you, you open up a door and you commit, you open up the door, you know, when one door closes, a window opens. Well, this psychic oh, window has been open a crack all the time for me, but well, I've you, never you're explored very, you're it to where. Crack, no doubt. Well, I've never, I've never done all the studying behind it. Of, you know, if I start meditating, all this where I could improve it, you know, and build on it. Yeah. I just let it where where it is. So, you know, yeah. I've always, I've always been living that kind of life. And uh, and when you came out with, um, uh, and I know sometimes when you get a message, it's tough when somebody, when you put a face to it. So, like, if I'm standing right in front of you and say, oh, you know, tell me this. Well, you know, then it's kind of like, because I think a lot of times then you're trying to also, you can, it's tougher because you've got experiences about me that you pull in to where it's like, well, Greg is doing this and this is the kind of life he has and yada, yada. And maybe that might, you know, switch you one way or the other. But to, just, to bear, just to keep that away from that whole mess, I thought I just want a pure reading from you at the time, and I called in. The voice was a little different or something, and I'm talking to you about, uh, you know, I live in the south side of Chicago, and I just wondered what you were feeling. And you came out and you said, oh, yeah, well, you're, you're getting your wife a ring. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 
dating happening. And you were like, oh, you know, and son of a gun. I mean, as many times as I've thought, yeah, there's no way in hell. And I got off the phone and I'm talking to my wife and I'm like, there's, you know, what? We're not in a good place right now. We can't afford it. We're not going to buy one. Yada, yada. It's like, yeah, right. That's going to happen. And <laughs> so, you know, yep. a couple of weeks go by. It's in the back of my mind, not thinking anything about it. And, oh, my goodness, service merchandise is going out of business. Wow. Service merchandise, hey, yep. I, I love a deal. What the hell? I go walking in there, and we're looking around and looking around. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's some good deals here, good deals. All right. Oh, that's a good deal. That's a, And then we happen to stroll by the jewelry department. You know, my wife's like, oh, look at this. Isn't this great? You know, with this with Oh, and, and she had lost, I think she had lost her stone on her, one of her rings or something. And she's like, oh, you know what? I don't, I lost that stone on that other one. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to get that repaired sometime. And I just don't have a, a good ring to wear. And, and she's like, well, you know, and then she's like, well, I'm like, it's so much percent off. Find out what, you know, maybe this is like the last day. And, and they come up with some unbelievable price where it's like, wow. wow. And so I'm like, you know, we could, well, I, and then she's, then of course she has to say, you know what? I just, I just sold another house. I got a bonus coming from that. And, you know, yada, yada, yada. So we found a way. And I kid you not, I am, we're walking out. I'm happy. She's happy. We're both smiling. And then all of a sudden she says, what? Because she saw my, spy, my smile change. And I took, I took the bag and I threw it on the asphalt in the parking lot. I'm like, son of a, Florian was right again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just funny. I thought it was very humorous when you said, for sure, you're not doing it. And you called me up to let me know what happened. That was very funny. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I got to tell you, Greg, I got to tell you, um, this time flies by so fast. So um, I want people to understand, um, I'll just very quickly, because I know we're going to have to take some calls here, and I'd love to have you on again. You have really, you're very psychic, you're very intuitive. You've taken a little bit of a break from the ghost uh, hunting right now. You've got a lot of history with you about ghost hunting. We've gone to many different locations. We, we did, there was a casket company. Uh, that we went to with another radio show that I was doing. We did an investigation there that really had my the back of my hair up on the the hair on the back of my neck just standing straight up like I'm not kidding you. And we've done other things where we've gone to bars, haunted locations. Uh, you're very very good. Uh, we've picked up a lot of good information, um, you know, in the in the paranormal field. Okay. So, you know, maybe sometime in the future we can set something up where we can create a paranormal investigation where we can invite some of the listeners to go with us. So that's a possibility oh, that you think you – would that be something you'd be up for? Yeah. I, I, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, sitting back and trying to imagine trying to get back into that schedule. Although right now, you know, like you know with things going on with me, Things could be yeah, right yeah. up in the air right now, and I don't know which way I'm going to be going because there's all the, you know, meeting that guru and okay. having all that healing stuff going on, and you know where it's kind of yeah. like, oh, which path I'm going to take. But that's definitely something I could I could pencil in to try to you we know do once in every while. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this way, you know, this way the guys out in the uh, in the listening audience they can really get a lot more experience from you and stuff. Now what we're going to do because our time, boy, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. 
We've got so many great stories. I want to, so I want to pop in one more story before we get to the callers. So you had, and this is just so so you know people from the listening audience know about this stuff. You weren't home, but Linda asked me, Jorianne, can you please come over? You know, your kids have been seeing this figure walking down the hallway and stuff. We know that somebody's still here. Can you please come over and do an investigation? And I'm like, of course they can't. The weird part was it was on my birthday. And it was it was one of those things that, um, gosh, how am I going to say it? This was on my birthday. We ended up doing the investigation at your house. As soon as I get in into your house, and you were there that day, but Linda was there, I start walking around, start feeling the energy, and right away I'm hearing, it's, uh, right away I looked at Linda and I said, is your dad dead? And she goes, he sure is. And I guess there was some, some uh, difficulty or whatever. And, I'm, and <laughs> I, I'm telling you, Greg, her father jumped inside of my body, and there was a discussion that ensued. And I was like, First off, it was frustrated, be, frustrating because you're supposed to have permission. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm, a chan, I'm a channel, I'm a medium, and I have had spirits come on my body before, but that's with permission. He just jumped right in because he wanted to communicate with your wife. And that was a crazy experience. So I ended up wanting to run out of the house after I did the investigation, which I could almost not have gotten out of there any sooner, by the way throw myself in the snow because February is my birthday. I want to tear my clothes off, throw myself in the snow. And and nor, because the reason I'm saying this, guys, don't think I'm getting weird on you. I'm sorry. They say if you think you've got an attachment, jump in an ice-cold shower. So if you think you've got an attachment, tear your clothes off, get an ice-cold shower. That's one of the ways that a ghost will, like, jump off of you. So that's why I was saying I was going to tear my clothes off. And uh, But the best I could do was actually start throwing snow down my shirt. I was so dizzy, I was so lightheaded, and I said to my daughter the next day, I said, Terry, I said, how does an exorcist get exercised? And she goes, well, the exorcist's daughter exercises her, of course, Mom, because Terry's also an exorcist. <laughs> it's, it's so much more of a longer story, but I'm telling you, Greg, you and I have a history, and we, of course, we got Linda's dad into the heavenly realms after that, because you know what, you guys? If somebody is on the earth plane, they really don't belong here. They can come, if they go up to the heavenly realms, you can come back and visit, take care of us, stuff like that. But if they're hanging around here because they're caught or trapped, no bueno, no good. You got to get it. You want to help them to get into the other states. Greg, yeah. are you ready for some phone calls? Maybe some people want to ask you some questions that they can ask me a question. Are you ready? Ready. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. All right, hello, caller. Who is this? Where are you calling from? And do you have any weird ghost stories? Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, honey. So where, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, Rose Maria from New Jersey. Okay, do you have a ghost story, Marie, Rose Maria? Um, or a question? Yeah. Uh. I got both. Uh, About <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, I guess about four or five years ago, a friend's mom came in like a ghost in the middle of the doorway when I was sleeping. I woke up like, what the heck? What is she doing here? Hello. 
Well, I get so, goosebumps. I'm sure wow. that really happened. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then uh, that, and then she disappeared. I'm like, what the heck? She was like, what do I do now? Yes, came for a visit. I love it. So I don't know what that meant or how it is or what and what's going on with my life. If that makes sense of relationships and all that stuff. So I'm not sure about okay, that. Okay, so do you have a connected. question about relationships right now? Uh, yeah, one that coming in and clearing up and get started. Okay, have you had something, have you been, I don't know if you're doing any online dating rules, Maria, but I'm getting something around September, October, September, uh, September, October. That, that's the uh, time period, and it kind of feels like somebody from the past is also interested in you, if, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Okay, good. So I think part of it is, I think you really have to make a decision is what's going on here. And it also feels like you've got to clean up part of your past, like maybe there might be some forgiveness issues that are going on there, quite honestly. So I would just take your time and just um, see if there's any past issues, emotional things that you want to do some forgiveness work on, and that really clears the space. When you talk about the, the, the negative emotional stuff that's going on, that clears the space, and that makes room for new beginnings. All right, so thanks for calling. We are going to go on to our next caller. And please remember, guys, it's one question. Uh, one question only. If you do want a more in-depth reading, uh, you can give me a call um, at 219-940-9292. Again, that's 219-940-9292. You can check me out at coffeepsychic.com also. All right. Or my Facebook page. All right. Let's see who's next online. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Jenny Rose. And I'm hey, calling Jenny, from Oregon. And, and I'm really excited. This is a good show. I've never listened to you before. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, we love Greg, Paranormal Greg. My kids will always say, Mom, Paranormal Greg is on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You guys are friends. No. Yeah. So well, uh, what's I've, on your mind, honey? I've had, I've had a lot of, well, I wouldn't say a lot of ghost experiences, but I've had a few okay. ghost experiences. And then my son died, and I had some amazing, like, interactions with him. And Amen, so, Danny. That's beautiful. I don't know, I don't know which to tell, you know. The the other well, you ones were because, one. You want to share one with us? Yeah, both of the other ones were because I think they were more old mortuary buildings that had been transformed into something else. Okay. One I lived in, and one was a store, a furniture store. Wow. And I have a photograph of a ghost from the one I lived in. And then I have, um, I saw with my own eyes a ghost at the furniture store. And I know wow. it was a ghost because we were, on, we, were in a, we were in the doorway of a certain section of this furniture store, and there was only one way in and out. Okay. And I just saw this wow. old man sitting at a table. And I didn't think that much about it. I just thought, oh, he's just trying it out, seeing how it feels. But then when I looked, glanced back, it was a dining table, and there was nobody. <laughs> and so I'm, 
my husband's like, well, what we're looking for is not in here. Let's go over there. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I started going around. I was looking in the mirrors of the hutches. Like, did I see him a reflection? Nobody was in there. Wow. So I went downstairs. Yeah, it was, that was upstairs. And so then we went downstairs and told them we couldn't find what we were looking for. And they're like, well, we have some catalog. And I said, okay. And then I just casually say, well, do you have ghosts? And <laughs> in here. And she goes, why? What that did you see? That is the best one ever, Jenny. Uh, not in our catalog. <laughs> yeah, you yeah not in the catalog. You were looking for, but you found what you weren't looking for. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And so she's all, what do you say when you ask that? What do you say? It was a it was a woman and she was just like, Oh, why what did you see? And I told her and she's just like, Huh. She didn't say anything else, you know, she's just all casual about it. And wow. then later I went back to that same furniture store and the owner of the furniture store took me upstairs and I told him the story and he said that's when he told me it was an old mortuary building. And all kinds oh, of weird shit happens. I love anymore. it. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That is the coolest ever. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, that, makes, that reminds son, me. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say when my son died, like, extraordinary, amazing things happened that, you know, they they want to talk to us, you know, yeah. and let let us know they're okay. Yeah. They do. They do. I, I don't I have, have to go into telling the whole story because it's way too long. Yeah. I've had but. experiences with my sister that died also. And um, I want to say thank you so much for sharing this story with us, Jenny. Uh, Greg, that reminds me of the time that we were in that one bar. And I kept saying. The bar. Seeing, in the bar, I yeah. Kept seeing, <laughs> yeah, I kept seeing bodies being carried down or something else like that. And unbeknownst to any of us, they were using it as a temporary morgue when something happened. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, because so, it was uh, strange because it was on the second floor, and they had to bring the yeah. caskets. You saw, you, you remember seeing people coming up this two stories to bring caskets into this upper floor, and we're like, it didn't make sense because when you were saying it, it's like, why would they be carrying caskets all the way up here? And then they, you were okay. finding out that they were that's where they were storing them for the for the morgue. Yep. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right, so let's see who is next online here. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi there. Okay, so what we do know is sometimes our people will call up and they want to listen to the show. So we're going to go on to our next caller. Hello? Hi, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi, it's Amla. Amla. Yes. How are you? <laughs> You're so funny. Oh, my God, everyone. And are you? remember Amla. She is one of the most wonderful people that we know. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I do have a question for you, though. But I have a mini yeah. story about ghost just a little thing in the sense because I'm I am visually impaired it's funny yeah. I see them and I see them or I feel them more or less it kind of scares me because they're always in entryways like doorways okay. for me mm-hmm. I'm like trying to move from one room to the other and it's like what was that 
it's they're always around. It just seems like everywhere I go, it's always in an entryway. That's interesting. Well, the one thing I want to say to you, I'm like, you are visually impaired. I know that, and you and you still, you know, see them or feel them or sense them. It, to me, if if it's a bad feeling, you know, it's just like, how can I say it? You know, if there's somebody bad in the room, you can just get there. You can feel their energy. It's like, oh, that guy feels bad. You know, like if there was some, uh, you know, people vandalizing or gangsters or whatever, you go like, ooh, yeah. that's bad energy. But if you're having fun with somebody, it's like, oh, my God, I love you, or you're kind of cool or whatever, you get the same feelings kind of whether yeah. people are dead or alive. So basically, yeah. and you can just have some people passing through. They're just going like, yeah, I'm on the astral planes. I'm just, you know, breezing by through your house or whatever. No biggie. So you might you might get a neutral feeling, but if you get a bad feeling, the thing that you want to say is, if you're not here to do God's work, you must leave now. It's a command, and you say it okay. as a command. So if, if somebody's, like, creeping around your house, you know, if you're not here to do God's work, you must leave now. And they have to leave, by the way, or you and or call in the White Brotherhood. And the White Brotherhood is a, is a band of big-time angels. They're like police officers on the other side. And they will come in, and they'll skedaddle any little, you know, boogers that are out there hanging around that shouldn't be there. Oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah, just Good to, to let know. you know. Yes, ma'am. And you're wonderful, by the way. Everybody loves you, Amma. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I actually had a question. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you so much. Um. <laughs> I am excited because I feel like I went to Florida and like it totally, the ocean just took away all my trouble. Literally. I'm just, it was such a heavy first six months. I really like, feel like a brand new person that said, I'm actually going to a boat party next weekend. <laughs> I'm so excited. Do you see me meeting somebody special there? I really feel good about it. So it's going to be a boat party. That's very interesting. So boat party, boat party. This is for Amla, Amla. Well, this is what I can tell you. I do feel somebody's interested in you, and they are. I don't know if it's going to be at the boat party or not, but I do see somebody interested. They're very nice looking. They do have dark hair. I can see a gentleman okay. holding your hand. So um, I really do feel somebody around you. Now I'm not 100% sure when he's coming in the picture. But have you been have you been chatting with somebody already online or something, Amla? Um, yeah. Well, he was a friend from it? college. He was a friend from college. You know, he's just this. There's a, it's a nice friendship, but that's it. There's nothing more than that. Absolutely. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but so so time will tell. So this is what I'm going to tell you. There, there's a possibility of somebody coming from Kansas or Kentucky, a K name, something like that. I don't like the guy. Please do not interact with him. It's a, a Kansas or a Kentucky or something. He just kind of gives me the creeps. So if there's somebody that comes from, like, one of those states, I'd be going, like, you know, no, thank you. Thank you anyway, that sort of thing. I hope you don't live in Kansas, do you? No. No. No, no, no. But he, he has family in Kansas. Kansas. Isn't that funny huh? that you said, okay, I'm in Connecticut, but this guy you were saying about. I was, I was going to say, that's a K-Sound, though. I was going to bring up Connecticut because it's a K-Sound, so you better watch out. Because even though she oh. said, because, Jory, you said a K-Sound. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. I'm a okay, I just wanted K. clarity. Okay. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. Well, the guy that I was talking to, 
he his he his family in Kansas. It's just not going to work. I just know. I just no. It's not like I'm dismissing him. I just don't. I don't know. It's not going to work. So no, no. So it's, if he's a good so friend. It is, so it. I picked up Kansas, and it feel, it's yeah. no bueno. That is no good for you. Okay. <laughs> no bueno. I love that. no bueno. But it's okay. <laughs> but there is, but there is a handsome looking man, honey. I'm telling you, I can see a handsome man, and I'm not, and I'm not. Oh uh, sure, like when he's gonna come in, but but let me know. I think he's a real cutie. That would be hysterical if he's Hispanic, by the way. I'd be laughing so hard. Well, um, I mean, like everybody's tan now too because of the the sun is right. so strong. I mean, it was seventy five <laughs> degrees yesterday. The sun is so strong. It's such a powerful sun we have. Oh my gosh. We, anyway, we okay, do. good. So suntan lotion, everybody. Suntan lotion and bug spray. Well, so, you know, um, you know, when I she goes it. to that when 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 she goes to that boat party, the there's going to be party, somebody yes. putting his hand out to assist her to step onto the boat, being a different surface and all. So, you know, you got to watch out. That might stretching it, Greg. You are. <laughs> 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 uh, He's so that's funny. That's man that's going to be holding her hand. You're funny. Somebody's going to take her hand to help her on the boat. Come on, it's got to happen. That's it's right. So true. I think. I think the meditation will help me too. It has to ground me because, like, you know, like I don't have balance with my vision thing, so I really yeah. got to be careful. So, yeah, I'll probably be holding so, somebody's hand. Amla, <laughs> yes. the other part too is you really need to be thinking about doing some candle magic for yourself. And you okay. know, uh, candle magic, and even if you can't do candle magic because you're limited vision, uh, yeah. I would I would take all the candle magic and still in your mind, just like the book, The Secret. Start visualizing okay. two weeks before the full moon, a love relationship coming in, your true love, your soulmate, that sort of thing. And I always yes. say, thy will be done, O Lord, not mine, because sometimes we're ready for it, sometimes we're not. But even if it's yes. not a, this crazy true love relationship, asking God for a, a companion or a partner would be just amazing. Absolutely. And 100%. Absolutely. And I'm, like, I've never felt so... Um, complete is the word. Like so, I feel yes. inner peace and complete. Yeah. So that that's why I feel I, different now because Florida really did a lot for me. I, the ocean beach therapy is the best. Is wow. the best Amen. thing you could do for yourself. Yeah. And you do have the Archangel Gabriel around you, by the way. I can feel strongly the Archangel Gabriel. Okay. Excellent. So I'd be talking to him too. Okay. I will. I will definitely do, be doing that as well. Okay. So this, 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 thank you so much. Thank you so much. I You're love welcome. your show. I want to still listen. Thank you. Oh, I just love you, honey. Thank you so much. And we've had you on the show before. Bye. You're amazing. So thank you, honey. Okay. God bless. Amla is an amazing woman. She's an author. She's very wow. powerful. Uh, maybe we'll have her on again sometime. Just a wonderful person. Well, especially right, especially that speech that she talks about. Well, that's cool. Beach therapy. You stop and think about it. My daughter loves going to Myrtle Beach with her husband and her family. Yeah. And, and I mean, ocean, going in the water and getting your feet grounded in the water and the sand and wonderful. Totally. 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 Okay, let's do it next online. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Charlottesville, Virginia. My name's Khalil Reed. Okay, sir. Uh, can you say that again? Your name? Charlesville, Virginia. Charlesville, Virginia. My name's Khalil Reed. 
Okay, and uh, what do you have in your mind? Do you have a goal story for us tonight, or do you have a question? I have a question. All right. Yes, sir. Um, Go ahead. Will I be able to make this um, this thing on Saturday? It's like I've been, like, bored and stuff like that, and I've been trying to find things to do. And I've been okay. trying to – there's this thing that's happening on Saturday at 9 a.m. Will I be able to make it? Okay. So it is a um, – is it more of a social thing, sir? Yeah. Okay. So – I have to ask you, are you a hunter, or are there anything around you with uh, nature or hunting or guns or fishing? Well, I um, like the history of guns, and I, I like to do things outside. Okay, perfect, perfect. I'm getting a whole lot of outdoor things with you right now. You know, I've got to tell you, for the, the thing for the uh, the thing on Saturday, I'm getting such a question about it, and I'm not sure if there's outside circumstances that might make it go either way for you. It feels more of a yes. I'm not quite sure if there's anything going on with transportation, though. For some, I don't know why I'd say transportation. But um, but it feels like there could be something that uh, blocks you. And it's, it's so I'm telling you, it's unclear to me if you're going on Saturday. That's what I want to tell you. Okay. And there might be some, there might be some outside circumstances that also... Uh, that might block you for some reason. I don't does that, any of that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. Okay, thank you, thank you. So this is the thing I'd say. Just know that we're all, we are all where we are for every given reason. Like sometimes if we feel like we missed something, it's like, oh, we missed it that you know, like regrets or something. I wouldn't throw the regret out there. If you don't get there, please don't throw regret out because some things are meant to happen just that way. Please Please think about that because that's, that's the truth. It's sometimes God protects us if we don't go somewhere and all of a sudden, you know, we find out that there was a big accident on the on the expressway that we were going to take to a certain location and we may have just missed it. I've seen that so many times, so many times. So, um, And there will always be another time to um, get to the other situation if it's supposed to be that way. All right. So let's see who we have next online. Good luck, sir, by the way. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Kate. I'm calling from Illinois. How are you? Hey, we're great, Hello. Kate. How are you? I'm good. I just wanted to see what you see coming up in my love life. Okay, and your love. Do you have any ghost stories? Anything that you can share with us? <laughs> no, I actually, I thought you would be here at 9. I joined in a little late. <laughs> okay. You know what, I hate to say this is going to sound so dumb, you guys, but I, I was going to say, do you have any ghost stories or has somebody ghosted you? <laughs> that's really bad. That's a really bad. That's really bad. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a poet also, and I actually wrote a poem probably back in 87, 88, and I, this gentleman ghosted me. And I kept calling him Ghost Man, Ghost Man in the poem. And I thought, wow, it finally took all these years for the word ghosting to come up as people using it as a term now for somebody that walks away without any kind of any kind of appropriate communication. So, okay, so you're asking, um, how does your love life look? Um, 
I have to ask you this. Are you still sad over a relationship that did not work out for you? No, I'm not sad over it, no. <laughs> so you're not carrying any emotions around a relationship that did not work out from the past? No, not really, no. Okay, no, that's good, then that's good. Because I'm getting some sort of energy, and again, because it's past, present, and future yet to come, about something that may not have worked out. So I'm hoping it's not something that, that's soon to come. But um, around a love life, that well, I think there is going to be somebody coming up, coming, reconnecting with you from your past. That's what it feels like to me. Now, how soon it is, I don't know. I'm not even sure if you're not going to be going to some reunions, uh, whether it's high school reunions or something um, where there's like lots of people getting together. And uh, somebody might reach out to you on Facebook or reach out to you in one of those uh, media type of, I don't know if it would be called media, a social uh, networking environment. But it does feel like somebody is supposed to reach out to you. But it might not be something that you're going to be 100% totally happy about, but also that somebody looks like they're going to be reaching out to you. So keep your eyes open for that. All right, let's see who we have next online. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Sue. Can you hear me? Yes, we can, Sue. How are you? Welcome to the show. Oh, wonderful. I'm calling Sue from Illinois, and I've spoken with you before, and you're right on target. I'm in a point in my life that I don't know if I should retire early and move to Florida with my husband. We're just, we just can't decide on what we need to do, and I need your advice. Okay, okay. So as far as you moving and retiring, gosh, i I got to tell you, Sue, it kind of feels like um, you could just giddy up and go. You and yeah, your husband. we're there. I mean, okay. we're, yeah, we have, we have the assets. We have the family down there. We just, yeah. Are trying to make a decision of, you know, do we leave our lovely state and, you know, is it it's affordability, you know, is the time right, whatever. Yeah. It actually, when I look when I look at you and your husband, and I think about you guys going, it just feels like you guys are ready up to ready to pack them up, giddy up, and go. Because mm-hmm. you, you, it's going to be nice down there. It's going to be comfortable. It's cozy. It's like you said, family's there. Um, I think the only thing that really might be holding you back is the question: Are you and your husband complete with your careers? I'm not. I you, mean, I would continue yeah. probably still working. Um, yeah. You know, find a different occupation, whatever. Um, he could yep. too. I mean, he's mm-hmm. in the computer field, so you know we're marketable. We have marketable degrees. Put it that way. It's just yes. you know it's a big decision. You know. So yes, yeah, yes. we're just well, again. This is, is, we need the good weather. This, we both have some arthritis issues, and this weather here is not healthy for us. No. Well, again, me personally, uh, I don't see anything detracting from you guys leaving okay. right now. I don't see okay. anything that's uh, that's negatively stopping you. It feels like you guys could both go and get to have the best time that you guys can mm-hmm. out in Florida. 
we're just hoping for a grandchild, and it's not happening. So, well, you told me that I would get, be getting a grandchild with four legs, and I did. You, you were right on target of that. It's just, oh. Yeah, with it. Yeah, and you told me about my mom too. My mom was in the later stages of dementia, and she kept talking, you know, kind of talk crazy talk. And you, you told me, and it was like March, and then right after that COVID hit, and she passed away two months yeah. later. Like it was, you were, you told me she was talking to her mom, and she was just, yeah, you were, you were right on. I mean, it was exactly after I listened to our conversation with this person again. I was like, you're right, you're right. So thank you. I appreciate your time. I love listening to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You bet. And my pleasure. My great pleasure. So you guys, you know, let me know when you get to Florida. <laughs> I know. You know, it is, we just came back a couple of weeks ago, and the affordability, the house, housing industry down there is just, I mean, you need cash in hand, lots of it. Yeah. You know, these houses oh, that's, that's are just. the market these days, right? It's crazy. Yeah, you know, it's not that we don't have it. It's just, you know, we're looking at these small houses and it's like, okay. And they need a lot of work. Okay. They want 700,000. Okay. You know, yeah. Wow. It's it's wow. a it, it, prices have gone up substantially, so yeah. Well, here's the other but, thing then. Oh, you guys could actually sit and wait it out a little bit too because prices I my my understanding is prices have started to fall. <sighs> Yeah, I know. I, we, that's kind of the point. We have a lot of stuff to clean up. We have a lot of parent stuff that we've accumulated through the years that, you know, parents yeah. that have lived with us that we need to get, you know, we need to downsize some of our belongings. And it's like, okay, I'm going to have a garage sale. I'm going to have a state sale. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. House is ready <laughs> you to can go. hire it's people for that estate sale. I know. I have done one already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Good advice, good advice. A lot so, there. You have a great day. Thank you so much. You too. Okay, take care. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 All right, how great is that? How great is that? Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Greg Grace, can you tell me uh, what what has been one of, outside of your son channeling your uh, deceased brother, can you tell me what's some of the craziest stuff that you've experienced in the paranormal, you know, when you were, you know, some of the things that you've seen, what was some of the stuff? Because I, I know that you've lived and breathed this paranormal stuff. You and <laughs> you and your lovely wife, Linda, and the kids, I mean, it's really, you guys are definitely a spiritual family, but it's spiritual in a very eclectic and you guys accept all this stuff as just natural. So what was some crazy cool stuff that happened to you? Um, gosh, I'm going back and forth. Cause there's, I, I can oh, uh, one that Linda had and one. Well, I'm thinking of one whole thing that Linda had happen was uh, a doppelganger. I thought that was a great thing that Linda had happen, by the way. And the the doppelganger was of me because this went on for I don't know what, what length of time. It was a couple, if at least not one week, maybe two. But she we, okay. she would call me at work and I was overworking overnight, and I wasn't normally getting home until four or five in the morning, and she's calling me at three and are you in the house? No. I heard you. I could hear. And it was the routine that I follow. Come in, close the door, drop the keys in the key tray. I can hear your boots being kicked off. And then every day it progressed a little more. And she was upstairs with our baby in the baby crib. 
And so this went on for a period of time. And the last time it went on, it was the whole thing with it progressing from entering in the door to hearing footsteps coming up the stairs. And wow. her door was open at the time. And she let out a scream. She was calling me. But when right after the, the, they got to the top of the stairs and there was a long pause, the baby sat up and put out his arms and said, da. And she just had chills with, you know, with the baby trying to call oh my, my name like I was in the room, you know. So listen, like he this does is what some of our listeners might not understand. Please, please define for our listeners what a doppelganger is, Greg, because some people don't know the term doppelganger. A, a doppelganger would be a double that usually imitates the actions. And, and typically, some people will see the doppelganger as that person. And then all of a sudden, the other living person that it's imitating comes in the room and it's like, well, wait a minute, you were just over there. What's going on? So a lot of times it's a double fight kind of thing. But it's like, it's, I guess it was a German term for like a prankster or something, um, the doppelganger. Or so anyway, it's just uh, that was that was the one thing that happened to it's Linda. An apparition that was strange. or a double of a living yeah. person. Yep, yep, yep. So let me see. Literally mean? Yeah, it is German, related to a lookalike or a double of a living person. Double. And that can be kind yeah. of scary because some people have been seen in two different locations at the same time. Right. So is it a double gang, doppelganger? Is it? Is it, I forgot the word, where people, where their soul is actually in two different locations. That would be another great oh. show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I was going to say, now, and then the other, now, go ahead. Right. I was going to say, now, now, if you want me to, the one story I always relate that the one that kind of like put me on edge a little bit was when I got locked in the house. <gasps> what happened? And I want to tell you guys, too. I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight and because uh, our time is going by so quickly. I cannot believe how much time has flown by. Um, and before we go into that last story, Greg, I want to say thank you so much for you coming on the show tonight and sharing your amazing stories with everybody. And uh, I want to ask you, would you be willing to come back again? Oh, sure. Sure, buddy. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, and again, you guys, if you're looking at a more in-depth reading, and if anybody is interested, I am having a seance this Sunday night. So it's Super Psychic Sunday Seance. You can contact me at 219-940-9292. Again, 219-940-9292 if you're in the Illinois, uh, Indiana area. Okay, Greg, go ahead. What is that last story you're going to share with us? (laughs) I uh, I was living across the street from the place I always called Ghost Central, the antique shop trifecta place, you know, with all the stuff going on. Yes. And my uncle and aunt was living there, and they turned around, and they were leaving for a party, and they said, you know what, you can attend the party if you want to. I really wanted to go. And they said, but can you at least feed the dog first before you come out to the party? And I was like, sure, I'll do that. Wonderful. And, and of course, I, I always relate when I get to the door and I go to open the door, I always relate to it as like the movie scene where somebody's filming me from behind because everybody in the theater would be screaming, don't go in the house. Because when I opened the door, this loving Doberman that was always jumping all over me, we always had a great time, bolted past me. 
and I'm screaming oh. the dog's name, which was, unfortunately, the dog's name was Satan. And I'm trying to get Satan oh, back in the house. And, I'm, and I was like, oh, what the heck? Satan ran out of the house. And I kid you not, about two blocks down, I could see her passing the streetlight and running. And it's like, I will never catch up to this dog. I will just sit here and have to wait for her to come back. And I'm like, this is going to screw up my whole night because I can't lose the dog. And I walk inside the house. And, of course, I get in, and, of course, uh, I'm getting food ready for the dog. And I check, and there was a note saying, if we're out of dog food, it's in the middle room, which, of course, um, everybody called it the middle room because it was, excuse the expression, the heart of the house. And um, it was the transition room, I would call it, because there was the area that everybody lived in and then the area that was all antiques. And okay. this was the, the room that was in between it. And yes. that room had one light all the way in the center of it. So you had to open up the door uh, in this bed, back bedroom. And it was a hook latch door that uh, the little hook okay. would latch in the little circle. And you'd, I'd knock that up. And the door, was, it was wintertime. And the door was always sticking. So it was tough to open up okay. to begin with. And I pushed it open. I have the light as much flooding in there as I can so I can see the path to that center little string that I got to pull. And the amazing uh-huh. thing that it shocks you when you pull the string and the light goes on, there's a, like a ballet mirror across this one wall. So immediately you're seeing yourself, which you're, you're, you're counting the people that are in the mirror. Okay, just one. That's all I wanted to see. I'm getting the dog food. And then I'm looking back with mesmerized web. Okay, here's my path. Because once I hit this light and knock it off, I got to bolt to the door and get out, yes. you know, where there's light. Well, I noticed the door had, you know, closed shut. No big thing. Oh. I mean, it moves oh, back and forth. Yes. But, but and, it's a, and it's a hard door to get in. I was pushing it. It's like, the, you know, how the, the wood swells up. So I really had to push it to get it to open up. I get over yes. to the door, you know, and by the time that little filament glow is disappearing, I'm at the door and I'm trying the doorknob. And it's not opening. And I'm like, how could that be? Well, okay, the door's swelling a little bit. Maybe it's just, but I'm thinking, how could it compress enough to have that swollen wood get pushed in there enough to be a problem to pull out? And I'm trying to pull, I'm trying to pull. And then I I was like, you know what, I need light. So I ran back, flipped on the light, and then I'm looking at my exits. And I realized since it's an antique store and it had been robbed several times, everything, all the doors, had deadbolts that required a key, and I oh didn't have God. the key. And the only other way would have been, <laughs> which here's, now you were in this place, and there was one, one area in the upstairs attic. As a child, I used to always look across the street, and I used to always see a lady in white. And that was one of your other things when you went through this house that I was like, oh, shit, she's pretty damn good. Because you walked into that room, and you said, over by the window, I see a lady in white, and I had chills when you said it. And I'm like, oh, God, wow. she's, she's good. And, uh, and so I would have had to go up to that room where I'm thinking, I know I'm going to see the lady in white if I go up there. But I would have had to go out that window that she was standing by to get down to the ground to, to get back into the house. And finally, I, I thought, well, it. there's no way in hell I'm going up by the lady in white. I'm going to stay down on, on the main floor here. And I just kept trying that door because I thought, I thought it was just stuck because it had swelled, you know. But I'm thinking, how yeah. could it close that much because it was closing shut? And I, I played with that door and kept pulling and pulling. I broke the lock. 
that little hook wow. had fallen perfectly back into the circle and locked. And so wow. the next day, my uncle's my uncle is like, "Boy, you lazy sob!" And I'm like, "What do you what what?" He's like, "You kicked that you went got that dog food and you kicked the door open." I'm like, "No, no, no." I was on the other side, locked in there. And his wife right away is like, oh, my God, I always hear stuff going on. Oh, are you okay? You know, it's like she was so concerned. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it just freaked me out. I was locked in there. And, you know, I'm thinking how long I'm going to be in here. But I was surprised to find out that that little – and, of course, my uncle, he's he's balancing that hook. He's like, oh, yeah, let me explain that. Let me see if you balance that hook up there just perfectly. And he couldn't do it to, to save his soul to get it to balance just up there in the upright position. Couldn't get it yeah, to do it. But yeah. then I said, well, even if you hold it there, I said, let the door close naturally, and it doesn't close all the way solid to where it should be able to hook. Because I said, yes. the door is swollen. It's wintertime. It won't close. How did you get out, and he's like, How did you get out? Uh, oh, oh, I broke that door. I broke the lock. That okay, little, that so little hook the- was in the eyelet, and I snapped it when I kept pulling on the door. So, so what happened to Satan? Satan finally came back. So I had the food ready, but it was, yeah, it was scary. I'd never seen that dog bolt like that. It was always, you know, I play with the dog all the time, so it was used to me. But that dog, like, bolted between my legs and kept running. I thought you were going to say that you went to that middle of the room, and there was Satan sitting there with his food. That's what I thought you were going to say. I thought oh, you were going to say no. you went <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm feeding Satan. Okay, sure. I'm feeding Satan. <laughs> Greg, thank you so much for being on the show with us. I just, I You're just love welcome. having you on. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. No okay. Problem. God bless you all. Thank you for all right. joining us tonight. Love you much. Hugs and kisses. Love you, Greg. All right. Good night, everybody. Right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.